On this week's Moment in Time, we will be discussing the scuttling of the German High Seas Fleet on June 21, 1919. This event came about due to the armistice conditions that ended the First World War. The scuttling of the High Seas Fleet was a daring and unexpected episode carried out by the crews of the interred ships under the very eye of the British warships guarding them. By the beginning of the First World War in 1914, the British Grand Fleet and the German High Seas Fleet were the two largest war fleets the world had ever seen. The High Seas Fleet was split between two branches, a surface fleet consisting of battleships, cruisers, and other supporting ships, while the second branch consisted of the U-boat, or submarine forces. The U-boats carried out a blockade of the British islands from 1914 to 1918. The surface forces conducted limited operations and spent considerable time in port. Both elements were considered extremely dangerous to world security by the Allied powers, Great Britain, France, and the United States, and needed to be neutralized once hostilities ended. When the terms of the armistice were presented to the Germans, one of the stipulations was the surrender of the high seas fleet warships and the internment of their crews. Once the German government was forced to agree to the terms of the armistice on 11th November 1918, the officers and sailors of the High Seas Fleet began the process of disarming their warships. Hand-picked skeleton crews manned the German warships as they sailed under the escort of the British Grand Fleet to Scapa Flow. Scapa Flow was, and still is, a major British naval base located in the Orkney Islands north of Scotland. It was there that the High Seas Fleet would be interned until the peace treaty ending the war was finalized. The sailors and ships of the High Seas Fleet spent nearly eight months at Scapa Flow literally under the guns of the Grand Fleet. Boredom and frustration set in quickly, and over the months of isolation, only intensified. The German sailors were restricted in their ability to go ashore, and even writing letters home was a problem due to heavy censorship and delays in delivery. The commander of the surrendered German ships, Rear Admiral Ludwig von Ruder, had sailed the High Seas Fleet to its surrender and been imprisoned at Scapa Flow with his crews. Von Ruder slowly built a plan amongst his captains and the crew members he felt he could trust to sink the German warships rather than turn them over to the Allies. In total, there were 74 German warships anchored at Scapa Flow on June 21, 1919. The crews were to remove the seacocks from their ships to flood them. At 10 a.m., the German flagship raised a signal flag, ordering the crews to prepare to begin scuttling their ships. At 11.20 a.m., the German crewmen received orders to carry out the process. This had to be done nearly simultaneously, as the British warships would immediately see what was happening. As the German warships began to list and sink, the crews boarded lifeboats and rowed away from their doomed ships. British warships raced back into Scapa Flow to see dozens of sinking German warships. Small boats were launched in an attempt to save those ships that were still above the water. Their efforts were unsuccessful. 52 of the 74 captured German warships were scuttled. The redistribution of those ships was no longer an issue for the Versailles Peace Conference, and the German crews were eventually repatriated to Germany. Some of the wrecks of the High Seas Fleet were salvaged and scrapped during the 1920s, while others are still at the bottom of Scapa Flow. I'm Jason Salagi, and this moment in time is a production of Delta College Broadcasting with Delta's History Department.